Hi there. Thanks for listening. This episode is sponsored by Matt, the Mortgage Guy, a California mortgage broker and real estate investor with your interest in mind. For good, honest advice and any of your residential financing needs, go ahead and shoot him a message at matt at themortgageguy.com or feel free to text him directly at 916-529-7600. Remember, when you're ready to apply, call Matt, the Mortgage Guy. And just so you know, for one rental at a time fans, he is waiving his $6.95 processing fee. Take care. All right. This is Michael Zuber, and this is, of course, your daily financial news. This is January 29th. And can you believe it? January, at least as far as the financial markets are, concern, are concerned, this is the last day of January. Wow. How you doing on your New Year's resolutions? If you're one of my students, are you doing your homework? Are you looking at your market? Uh, I've produced a couple of videos already this month that my students from around the country are telling me that the market is already changing. It starts slow, right? Inventory rises slowly. Uh, I'm fairly certain that as the inventory rises, you and I are going to see stupid prices, just overvalued. However, rest assured, this is normal. This is how cycles reset. Uh, this is how you can eventually find out who is motivated and who is not. Uh, again, this is just what we are in. A couple quick pieces of note uh, that you'll see today is, uh, one, I finally got an interview with a crypto hedge fund. I think that video goes live at 9 o'clock, maybe 8 o'clock, something like that. We talked about Bitcoin, crypto. I asked them what I thought were hard questions. You know, hey, is you know Bitcoin just smoke and mirrors? What do you think? Obviously, he is a crypto hedge fund and kind of eats this stuff up. So it was an interesting conversation. Then we had uh, a special guest on who's actually a part of my um, course on financial freedom starts here. We talked about her journey of learning budgets and whatnot as a teenager. Uh, that video will come out, I think, at 10 o'clock today. Jen was a, a special guest and is part of a dynamic duo in Fresno of Jason and Jen Pritchard. Uh, both of them were a part of my couple's interview around money and budget and things of that nature. So thank you, Jen, for doing that. Uh, your video will go live at 10 o'clock and uh, we will uh, we'll surprise Jason because I guess Jason didn't know you were doing that. So that's always fun. And then the last thing to sort of talk about is if you don't know, I actually have a free course. It used to be called One Rental at a Time Works, something like that. Uh, but I've now changed it to Protecting, Growing, and Strengthening the Middle Class. I wanted to change the title because I want to add more varied content. The original title was very real estate focused. It was kind of just who I am, what I do, why rental properties is good for you. But now I'm adding more and more content. Uh, so I changed the title. Uh, and that just allows me greater flexibility. So as we start the channel, we're actually going to start or start the daily financial news. We're going to start by talking about real estate. And then we'll get into Robinhood and all that stuff. But first and foremost, as a real estate channel, pending home sales uh, were up 21.4% year on year. That's awesome. This, we're talking December numbers, folks. December's not a very busy month. It essentially shuts down the last week of the year. So to be up 21.4% nationally is awesome. 
especially, especially when you consider inventory is down 23% year on year. I mean, just put those two numbers together. If you want to talk month on month, we are down slightly 0.3%. But folks, that is 100% an inventory problem. If there was more inventory, there would be more sales. And as I've just shared with you in the beginning, we're starting to see more inventory trickle. So I expect 2021 to be a good year. I expect my students who are doing the homework uh, to get a deal or two if their finances permit. This is going to be a good year. So next, let's talk about Elon Musk real fast. Elon Musk's tweets have proven to be market moving. Musk, obviously, would calling him a genius be a stretch? No, I, I think he would be considered a genius. Certainly a tremendous entrepreneur. SpaceX, Tesla, The Boring Company, and probably many, many more. Uh, but now he is moving stocks with tweets. So first off, I believe he sent out a note about Robinhood the other day saying, go get it, essentially. Uh, then he sent out a note about a video game called Cyberpunk, something like that. Their company went up. And just this morning, he added a simple hashtag to his Twitter bio called, you know, Bitcoin. And Bitcoin jumps 10% today. That's interesting. Um, to be that kind of individual and be that market moving, you, you definitely are kind of what I call the Pied Piper. And that's going to work for a while. And then, you know, let's see what's going on. So um, it's going to be interesting to see if the SEC or anybody looks at him and goes, hey, stop that or whatnot. But again, free speech, all of that stuff. So it's going to be an interesting thing because, again, oh, Jimbo, let go. It's an interesting thing because I think uh, he is the Pied Piper. And whatever he sends out, he can marshal thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds, maybe even million retail investors with a single tweet. He can move stocks by himself. That's kind of the world we are living in. So I thought that was interesting. So let's talk about the Robin Hood fiasco. I'm not sure what else to call it, right? I don't know if you've seen it, but Robin Hood has made some choices yesterday to stop the buying, the buying of um, uh, certain stocks like AMC, like GameStop, and others. And a lot of people were screaming, hey, you're letting us sell but not buy. You're, you know, the hedge funds got you. You're protecting the rich again, blah, blah, blah. But what really happened is GameStop was out of compliance or was threatening to be out of compliance. As a broker, they had to have certain liquidity levels to continue operations. And these stocks were running so hot, so fast, and were disproportionately a part of transactions that they have, may have been out of compliance. So what did they do in 24 hours? They raised a billion dollars. They raised a billion. And now they're letting you trade again. But it, realize, they have rules that you have to apply for. The stock market is a big collection of engines and there are rules and regulations about how much, when, things of that nature to protect the system. And Robinhood yesterday was dangerously close to impacting the system, at least from what I have read. When the CEO 
comes out and says, we stopped allowing the purchase of those stocks to protect our company. First off, that should probably raise red flags. But you realize he was doing that because, again, he was protecting his company. And frankly, he was protecting the system because if they would have gone out, man, that could have been that could have been pretty, pretty bad. So the next thing to talk about is what's going on. So clearly the Reddit channel and the individual retail investors, they have found something that works. And as consumers, as individual investors, they are going to rinse and repeat until it doesn't work. Near as I can tell, this is what they are doing. <coughs> they are finding highly shorted stocks. Now, GameStop was a hopefully an outlier at 140% of float, but they are going after any highly shorted stock, step one. Step two, they are buying out of the money calls, right? If the stock's at 10, they're buying 25, stuff that is real cheap, because again, there's a very, normally speaking, a little opportunity to get there. Think GameStop. I think it was trading at like 16 or something. You could have bought 60 or $70 calls for nearly nothing. So they buy the calls. Then they go online and they start hyping the stock. And then they start buying the stock. And the wave of orders, just supply and demand, that stock comes up, they're making money on the stock, but where they really make a killing is options. Options. GameStop is going to be interesting to watch today because a lot of those out-of-the-money calls are now in the money, and today's the day they record. So people got to pay up, right? They're going to pay the strike price. If your strike price was 70 bucks, you got to, and you have one contract, that's 700, 700 shares? Yeah, 700 shares, right? It, one contract, no, it's 100 shares times 70. Sorry, I was doing the math wrong. One, one contract is 100. So a lot of people are going to be buying some uh, GameStop today. You know, again, so the other thing that's happening is Wall Street is pivoting. Wall Street had gotten a little fat, dumb, and lazy, and they were shorting individual companies. Now that they have been publicly flogged, they won't do it anymore. Shorting individual companies will not be done. They will now short indexes or ETFs or basket of goods. They will no longer short individual stocks, at least for the time being. They were run over by retail investors. Congratulations, retail investors. You beat Wall Street. Congrats. Realize they're coming for you. They are coming back. I still believe, as I've said two days in a row, Wall Street will pivot. They will go on the other side of this trade. They will run you up even more. You may have taken GameStop to 300. They're going to take it to 600 in this example. And then they're going to drop it on your head. That's what I think is going to happen. We'll see. This run up in this short squeeze is 100% mania. It is not about GameStop, the company. It is pure speculation, gambling, pump and dump, whatever you want to call it. The stock is no longer about the company and the company is no longer about the stock. People are going to cry and watch this thing just plummet whenever it happens. My suspicion is uh, Wall Street will be on the other side and the retail investor, if they stick around too long, will lose. 
please heed my warning if you're in one of these trades. Remember my story. I took seven grand to 200 and then 200 turned into 40. This could happen to you. I still remember it and it's why I'm not in the stock market today because I realized I was a speculator and not an investor. A, take your original capital back. Or B, sell half your position. Do something smarter than I did. Do something. Again, watch this. What else do I got for you today? We got J&J coming out with their effectiveness on their vaccine. This was a single shot vaccine. Came out at a whopping 66%. Uh, a little less or less than some of the others that were, I think, in the 90s. Uh, but again, when we go back to the beginning, we were hoping these things would be effective like 25, 30, 40%. So we will see uh, what happens. I think that is, I think it's generally good news, but maybe in the context of everything was a little less or disappointing. Here's one of the funny things that I think will happen. And I think American Airlines is the first. Folks. Retail investors, you're going to feel pain if you don't get out of the way. American Airlines, as I said yesterday, is the most shorted airline stock. So the company's been running up because, again, what's happening? Retail is saying find heavily shorted stocks, buy it, out of money calls, buy it, goes up. Well, American Airlines just this morning approved $1.2 billion in new stock because their stock is trading at a stupid level. If I was AMC or I was GameStop, I would immediately, like right now, issue a billion, two billion in more common stock. GameStop, naturally speaking, liquidation value, whatever it is, is not 400, 300, 200, 150. So go get that money. Frankly, if you're an executive in one of those companies and you don't do this, you are not doing your fiduciary duty. Go get that money. It's the cheapest money you can get. Frankly, American Airlines, if they do it fast enough, they can pay off debt with common shares that are inflated. Pretty crazy. Uh, So what else do I got? That's what I got for you today. Again, uh, have fun. I actually am interviewing an IRA um, uh, fiduciary or company today, so that should be out tomorrow. I'm interviewing them later today. So I'll post that on Saturday. A lot of you have asking, asked about IRAs and how they work and can you do it real estate and private money and all of that. So I will make sure I ask those questions. And uh, I'm going to take Jimbo outside because he's being kind of antsy. He says hi, rough, rough, all that good stuff. Take care, everybody. Lastly, 8 a.m. tomorrow, live Q&A. Bye.